We are running, I believe it's 12 nodes in production. Oh, wow. Okay. So what? 12 times 10 grand a year. You're doing about 120,000 bucks annually right now. That's, that's about where we're dialed in. Yeah. Which was about where we hope to be by, by this point. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Rob Dickinson. His comfort zone is right at the intersection of people and technology. His technical leadership skills were honed at Intel, Dell, and Quest Software, but his true passion is listening and learning from customers. After 15 years of experience in the APM market, he started resurface.io with the goal of creating first-party observability solutions where customers truly own their data and where security and privacy controls are seamlessly integrated. Rob, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. Bring it. You bet. All right. You describe this as an API analyst in a box. Who's paying for this and what are they using it for? Yeah. So there is a huge talent gap right now in the API security market. Um, You can really see that this week with the uh, log4j, log4shell meltdown that we're seeing. There simply isn't enough human talent to go around. We're we're not creating those analysts uh, fast enough. And so what, what the goal is with Resurface is to empower uh, the, the analysts that are, that are working in this industry to, to have that next level of observability and guidance towards what's actually happening in these API first systems. Mm-hmm. Now, give us an update. You came on, gosh, it must have just been three or four months ago. You were serving out 36 customers. How many are you at today? I'm sorry, you said 36? <laughs> that's, what you, that's, what you told, that's what you told me. Yep, 36. Uh, I don't recall that that number. Uh, Hold on, resurface resurface.io. <laughs> you told me two thousand dollar ARPU on average. Is that, that's what people are paying you per month? Gosh, are you sure we're not <laughs> commuting this with another? Nope. Uh, I am looking at resurface.io. Did you do you work directly with Christine? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Christine came on. That's, oh. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. That, that's. Yes, that's what gotcha. it was. So we had so we had Christine on, and she gave a great interview. Uh, so so that's why that's why. So you're the co-founder. She mentioned a co-founder. You're the co-founder. Sorry, I'm okay. Gotcha. I'm. But you I'm, sounded surprised at 36 customers. Was that not accurate? Well, no. I mean, it depends on what. You know, I just want to make sure. I mean, especially a CEO, I want to make sure I'm always answering the right question when it comes to when it comes to a question like that. Yeah, so she so she she described the product, which we'll dive into in a second. But but she said you guys were serving about thirty six customers at that time. Is that accurate? Those trial customers, trial customers. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, have, when do you guys turn on pricing? Are are you pre revenue today? Uh, we have our first paying customer. We are taking revenue today. Um, we're not publicly uh, we're not publicly uh, publishing our pricing uh, right now on our website but we do have a ready to go uh, pricing model. And part of that is that we've just shifted from kind of a product led approach to really a concierge led approach. A lot of what we're hearing, um, which is, which is kind of different than, than the customers that we were talking about, you know, when Christine was on the program last time, I'm sure um, what we've really narrowed in on 
is customers who are really explicitly looking to, to run an OWASP compliance program or run a quality improvement program where they need, they need significant amount of services to, to go with that. And so we've done a little bit of a pivot there from a, more of a product-led approach to more of an enterprise uh, package that includes a lot more services. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, you know, services are great. You can usually get away with that if you're bootstrapped, but if you've raised, VCs hate services. So have you guys bootstrapped the business state or did you raise? We raised to get to this point. And it's, it's basically what, what, where we're coming from this is that API security is so new that a lot of people are talking about it, but they don't really understand what the components are that are even involved in that. So there's, there's a significant amount of guiding right now that all of the major API security firms are doing. And if you talk to them privately, everyone acknowledges this. Um, there's, there's still a lot of, uh, a lot of guiding that, that needs to be done here. Mm-hmm. So I guess translate this to me. Let's talk more about the product for a second. Now, Christine shared you guys were targeting three key customer segments, telco, fintech, and healthcare. Specifically, to protect themselves, they were looking at on-prem installations, which you guys were actively pursuing. Is that still the strategy? And you're saying there's just more services now on that installation? Uh, cr- correct. Correct. So what, what we're really focusing on is decentralizing the storage of this information and making sure that this information is stays in the hands of the API providers rather than handing that data off to a third party that then remonetizes that data. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't think that that's, that's the future of, of data handling when, you know, when, when it comes to these kinds of, of use cases. And you certainly hear that in banking and telco, you know, 5G, especially, um, you know, having that, that computation and that, uh, that data storage at the edge and, and not just limited to, to centralized services is really, really important. So Rob, I'm the bank of Latka. I'm signing up. I want to use your tool, right? W- what are you going to charge me to sort of, let's say I want to spin up, you know, I don't know, seven nodes, something like that, right? What are you going to charge me to set up and then ongoing? Our standard pricing is we charge per node. And kind of our our opening uh, gambit is ten thousand per node per year, and that's for mm-hmm. unlimited data capture on that node. So that's going to compare very favorably with having to hire even one big data engineer um, to try to to try to put together a solution like this. And then you know you get the advantage of the you know all the all the years that we've put into to building this solution and our prior solutions. So let's say I'm wanting to spin up and pay you to, again, Bank Alatka, I want to spin up five nodes. That's going to be $50,000 per year, it sounds like, ongoing. But what would my setup fee be? And what will you do for me to make sure that installation goes smoothly? Uh, we cover the, the setup. Um, our goal is to make this easy. Our goal is to have direct relationships with our customers. So there so is no the setup way- fee. There is, there is no setup fee. Um, What's the you wanna, services you wanna- component you referenced earlier? Um, we're we're going to provide a statement of work that that covers both the the cost of the software and the the schedule for the services that that go with it. We want you, we want to make it super easy. It's all up front. You can write one check and and be up and running with your with your program. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? 
Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. So you're almost sort of going backwards. A lot of people would argue that the original the OG SaaS folks were really like SLA agreements. What you're saying is effectively your service, you're, you're adding on an SLA agreement in addition to the cost per node. Well, the, the, I wouldn't say it's an SLA as much as there's a human component to this. Um, you, you, you're, what, you're, what you're buying is, is not the product. You're buying the intelligence <laughs> right? that goes with it. And, and we have an opportunity as folks who are doing a lot of work and working with, with a number of customers, the, the more we can be involved in that process, the more we can find immediate ways to, to help and enrich that and also feed that back into the, the product that we're building, because obviously we're still, we're still an early stage company. So the model, and, and I know the traditional VC take on what I'm about to say, and that and it's fine but what we're doing right now is we're directly connecting our engineers our product builders with our customers directly and we're getting that direct feedback so the the engineer that helps you with your onboarding is the same engineer who's going to be taking support cases and and also helping you get the get the full value out of the solution and we get as much out of that in terms of how much we can feed back into the product as as we uh, we then are able to offer our customers with really having that continuity Understood. and really understanding the the customer use cases. What's the team size today? How many people full time? We are at five full time people, and we're uh, we're growing. Okay, so Christine told me you guys were eleven back in back in October well, full time. <laughs> it's not eleven full time. We are we do have a number of contractors that that work with us, um, but for legal reasons. You know, again, I'm trying to make sure I'm always answering exactly the right question. So if we're talking, you know, legally full-time employees, um, it's five right now. And then, yes, we do have another, I think it's larger than that. That's 10 or 12. Okay. Uh, are those five full-time folks, engineers mainly? Uh, it's a mixture mixture of engineering and, and sales, but we don't really have account management or product management. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're engineering heavy. Now, how, how do you get people paying the full price you want, $10,000 per year for all your live nodes? Because Christine told me you guys already had 72 nodes live, but I don't think you're doing 72 times 10,000 a year yet in revenue. So how do you get people paying your full price? So the, uh, <laughs> the, the secret to that, and I think it's, and I think it's an open secret in, in our industry, but uh, you don't get that in round one. Um, almost no vendor gets that in round one. This is why every vendor, whether they're SaaS or otherwise, they have a free tier or some kind of, uh, you know, some, some kind of free offering to start off with. And what we've really focused on in, at Resurface, but also in our previous businesses, is really a land and expand model. So our goal is to make it extremely easy 
to get your first API monitored with Resurface. And that could be either your, your most important one or your most problematic one, depending on what kind of referendum that is. And we start with that. We make that super easy. We put a very easy price tag around that. And then once we have that as our beachhead, then we, then we, can, we can open the conversation around, well, where else should this be plugged into? And what's the extra infrastructure that comes with that? Um, we had Understood. we had years that we did this at Dell, where uh, a majority of our sales went to existing customers, where we had virtually no customer acquisition cost. And you mentioned you have dozens on POCs right now. How many are fully onboarded? They're you know they're paying full price for at least one node. Oh gosh, I don't have that in front of me right now, but it's uh, you know it's growing every day. Um, are we talking, Robert? Are we talking like one or one or two of the thirty six, something like that? We're at four or five, I believe now. Okay, well that's great. Um, and we've got, got and we've start, got to start somewhere, you know, right? We've got, and, and the thing is, we have a lot of paper out for for next year. Yeah, yeah, you know, but ignore uh, the future projection. I know future stuff <laughs> is exciting and great, but you've got four live today, and how many nodes do you have across those four? We are running, I believe it's twelve nodes in production. Oh wow! Okay, so what? Twelve times ten grand a year? You're doing about one hundred twenty thousand bucks annually right now. That's that's about where we're dialed in. Yeah, that's which great. was about okay. where we hope to be by by this point. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Now, are you guys looking at raising a Series A next year? And if so, what revenue do you think you have to hit to do that? You know, it's it's really interesting. Um, there's there's a couple different ways to to look at this, and and what's what's fun about it is that we raised our seed during really the height of the pandemic. When uh, the, I mean, there's so much money floating around right now, it's uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of amazing. So uh, yeah, we will be looking at at seed next year, and there's a number of things that we're putting um, we're putting in play r- right now to 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 build for that. Um, but it's really interesting. I mean, where where the seed market is going to be by next year, I don't know. I don't I don't have a crystal ball for that. Um, I mean, right. we see people raising money right now on very little revenue um, compared to compared to you know what was going on during the pandemic, for sure. Yeah, what well, is not just revenue multiple, it's very much more about the story you're telling these days. And can you back it up with some historical execution to prove you're, you can you can do what you're saying you're going to do? But I, I agree with you. The things are all over the place right now, multiple wise. In the meantime, though, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, gosh. Uh how to win friends and influence people. Honestly, I know is, it's like totally old school, but yeah. Problem. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, specifically? Um, gosh, I'm my network is really the, the village network. Um, and uh, I really, you know, my fellow, my fellow, my fellow village CEOs are really the, the, the the peers that I look after the most. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building resurface? Squarespace. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> uh, four to five. That is not healthy. <laughs> Why do you sleep so little? Don't you have to prioritize that a little bit? Um, no, it's just I've got I've got three kids. I've got a very busy schedule. Just just got a lot of irons in the fire. I feel you. All right. So I'm married with three kids. Yes. All righty. And how old are you? I am 49. Take us home. Last question here. Something you wish you knew when you were 20, Rob. 
Ooh, gosh. Um, it's 20. Um, fail a lot. Failure is good. Um, having opportunities to fail sooner rather than later are, are even better. Guys, resurface.io, they're helping brands, especially brands in the telco, fintech, and healthcare space take back control of their security by on-prem installation. They can take over those API endpoints to make sure, again, they are safe, they are secure. They're charging per node, right? $10,000 per year per node for customers live today with about, call it, uh, call it, uh, 10 nodes, uh, right? It's about 120, 000, 12 nodes, $120,000 a year in revenue as they look to scale deploying the 2 million bucks they raised in their pre-seed round during COVID. Five folks on the team today as they look to scale. Rob, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks so much. Appreciate it.